Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission? Who needs my permission? And why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> so you weren't in the room yesterday. You probably had better things like sleeping to do uh, in on Clubhouse. But one of the things that Kim got suckered into a conversation about, I don't exactly remember exactly where it started, um, but uh, it was uh, somebody asked her about bandwidth, or she explained some, said something about bandwidth. And then it went into a deeper explanation of bandwidth and what that means. And so my takeaway from that was permission to take a load off, to step back and make sure that, you know, you understand your personal capacity, which, which is a way I truly understood it because that's one of the things that we talk about at ServePro where we send people out to go do a thing. It's kind of like you can send all your people to a big storm somewhere, but now who takes care of the home front? Because you have no more people to stand in poo. So you've got to know your capacity. You know, how much can you get rid of and how much can you keep back? And how much can you gear up? Can you hire extra people on short term? Did you just say poo? I did. Oh, good. I thought I heard it wrong. Because when you said permission to take a load off, I, I was, I was going to share. Nope. Well, I go twice a day <laughs> in the I'll morning. <laughs> No? Okay. No, take a load too, off is a different too much? term. Too much. Is that, okay. Is that, right is, is the Back it up. term, is the term take a load off? Is that a different, does that sound different over there? I think, it, I think it could be in some cultures that I'm not familiar with. Well, mm -hmm. you come over to your neighbor's house. And... Oh, I would never. No, no, you don't. That's wrong. That's so wrong. This is not going well. <laughs> oh, you, That's when your neighbor perfect. comes over and. You're, you know, hey, here, have a, have a cup of water, have a beer, whatever, and here, have, have a seat, take a load off. You just, you know. That's that's the recliner with the lever to put your feet no, up. That's just take a load oh. off. It just means get get whatever it is that's on your shoulders. You know, drop that down and have a seat, kind of a thing. Just take, re remove the burden. Take the weight off your feet. Sit down. Yeah, yeah that. Take a break. So take a load <laughs> off. So that's that's the the thought behind that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so we're recording, so we've got all that. So that's good. That's half the episode. This is going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> I can't wait to see what David does with the editing. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. <laughs> I thought Carrie was going to be in this episode. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll cut her out. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah. Carrie is definitely in on this episode. <laughs> I don't even get the concept. I don't think I'm worthy of this episode. Let's be real. But you, but you get you get bandwidth. That ban the key is the bandwidth. The bandwidth. Let's. let's that's the key. Yeah. Bandwidth. Yeah. Got it. That's where we're. That's where we're at. <laughs> mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily have as much to be about busy, does it, as it does about just scheduling your day. Kim, when you think about bandwidth or when it, either one of you. Go ahead, Gary. I was going to say, is it, are we talking both mental capacity and physical capacity? 
because I think both come into it because if you've got, you know, a really hectic day and you're running and running errands and doing mm-hmm. the groceries and picking up the kids from school and, you know, literally running. Yeah. That can be more exhausting. However, if you're a bit of a computer nerd like Kerry that sits in front of these screens all day, that is mentally exhausting. I think your bandwidth is your capacity, mental, physical, time-wise. I think it has lots of facets to it because it is definitely the capacity to be able to do something and do something well. I can do some things when I'm low on bandwidth, I can do laundry because that's that doesn't require bandwidth like strategy and you know making big decisions does. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the differences is looking at the different levels of bandwidth you need for different activities, different thought processes, different different things. If you're if you are, you know, doing something major like deciding how your business is going to go for next year, that's a lot of bandwidth. But if you're looking at something like, you know, the the newspaper boy shows up at your door and you need to give him five bucks, like that's low bandwidth. Maybe not the best example, but that's what came to my head. <laughs> I think that's a great example, Kim, because if I think about my weekday calendar versus my weekend calendar, because I've made some changes. I, I practically take Saturday off now. And I've found, oh my goodness, my bandwidth availability on a Sunday skyrockets because I've just not, I've just chosen to do whatever. There's no real thinking. There's no real decision making. Just whatever. I call it my unicorn day. And it is blocked off in bright purple. So it gives me permission to just do whatever. And then come actually Saturday night, I start getting a little bit edgy. And Sunday morning, woo, look out. <laughs> so you're saying with, with bandwidth, it's, it's a, you kind of have to take stock of yourself. You have to know yourself pretty well to be able to know either from historical experience of yourself or what could potentially happen, when to pull that trigger and kind of dial it back a little bit, take that load off a little bit to to be able to say okay i'm not going to carry these burdens right now because i'm just i can't do that right now now th- obviously there are things in our lives when bandwidth that's not a, that's not even a decision you run into a situation where it's an emergent thing you got to go do it that's that's all there is to it no i don't want to be able to have the bandwidth to go and sit in the hospital with my friend who is deathly ill but guess what? We don't have a choice. That's just the way that works. Now, other things will fall off okay. because if you're sitting at the hospital, you're not sitting in front of your computer, just doing whatever it is you do on a regular basis. So it's always a shift to adjust your bandwidth. Can you explain, you had a great analogy about technology and bandwidth. <laughs> So if you think about your Wi-Fi, there's a buffer. Like it will circle when it's buffering, when you're doing something with the internet. And I think that that's a great thing for us to recognize. This is one of the ways we can know 
if our bandwidth is low is we will buffer. It'll take us longer to think a thought. It'll take us longer to make a decision. It will feel heavy to us. I think that coincides with like the little buffer wheel that we watch when we're watching a movie and something buffers and we don't like it. Yes. It also is that time when our Wi-Fi is out. It's not working. And, you know, we have those moments too. personal capacity. Our personal capacity is either struggling, it's buffering, or it's it's just not there. And I think whenever you're trying to become aware of your bandwidth, feeling those heavy times and looking to see why. Sometimes I just didn't go to bed on time. You know, they could be something as simple as that. Sometimes it's because I've had a lot of life, you know, big life events. And that makes it heavy. Sometimes it's melty. So there's lots of reasons our bandwidth gets low. But if we don't become aware of those times, then we can train wreck ourselves. We can cause ourselves harm and we can do a bad job with other things around us. So knowing when that is and recognizing how to get stronger Wi-Fi in us, you know, how to how to wire into some self-care or some, you know, rest even. And rest doesn't have to always be sleep. It's just that. um, And I'll give you an example from my own calendar. Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are my client and mastermind days. And they're full on skates on long days because I choose it. But on Mondays, Mondays are my quiet day. And the reason it's my quiet day is I need to build my batteries. I need to build up my bandwidth. I need to do the things that fill me up so that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I actually have something to give. I can think and I can do the things strategically. So that's a living example of knowing my bandwidth and doing something different to make sure I have the bandwidth to do the things I'm I'm doing. And Kim, it sounds like I'm in the very early days of where you're at because it's trial and error sometimes just in our week to week stuff, just testing and and measuring and, and checking in with ourselves and I guess bearing witness to what's going on and how we're feeling as humans. So I want to be Kim when I grow up, David. I think we all do. Stop, uh, you too. That is, that is, I want to expand my bandwidth until I can become me and Kim at the same time. <laughs> Y'all are hot masses. Well, you used a, a battery analogy, and if you run your uh, your mobile phone until it stops, you'll notice that it doesn't until the very, very last percentage points if your battery is kind of healthy it just runs and it runs and it runs and nothing changes and nothing changes then when it gets down to that two three four percent you might see a little hesitation here and there but then it just it just it's black it goes black it's gone and so that's i think an analogy of what a lot of us try to do is we give a hundred percent until the battery is absolutely drained and then you you have to plug it up 
because it's useless. It's, it's a paperweight at that point. So I'm kind of laughing at this analogy because I have mine set on when it hits 20%, the screen lowers, it dims. There are different things that happen that make it like on almost reserve. It it slows everything down. And I think of that with us. If we will not go to the 1% and then crash where we can't, you know, we can't even get out of the recliner or off the couch or out of the bed. If we would take the time to say, okay, I'm getting low on bandwidth. I need to do something about it. I think that's a key to not, not just survival. Cause I think that that's a horrible way to live. I, I think it's about the flourishing. If, if we have that set up ahead of time where, oh, this is feeling really heavy and I need to do something about it before I have that, you know, complete dead battery and paperweight feeling. I think that that's an important part of our awareness again of realizing if it's getting heavy, figure out why and what you can do different. Another thing I'm thinking about bandwidth is things that we have the and I guess I'll use a similar different term, but capacity to do. And it's the difference between, I'm just going to go extreme here. I'm going to, and I'm going to say wealth and poverty. So when you're operating in poverty, your bandwidth to do what I'm going to call the fun things disappears or to do the creative things disappears Whereas if you've got, let's just say you've got someone to help with the kids that, that changes your life drastically. Your bandwidth is very, very different. Now you might fill it back up with other stuff as far as time and things like that. But you know, what you can focus on, what you can think about when you're in a poverty, either mindset or situation, actual situation. You're focusing on meeting basic needs. You're focusing on the simple things in life. And that's not, that's not to say the relaxing things in life, just the basics, getting the next meal or getting the next rent payment made, whatever it might be. I'm going to take this now back to a business situation. When you have a virtual assistant, let's say in, in our realm, where you've got somebody that can take things off of your plate then you can focus on the other things. Just like, you know, somebody watching your kids, you've got somebody watching your social media. That increases your bandwidth to do different things. That fills up their bandwidth a little bit to do the things that, that they want to get paid to do. That it, and it's a trickle-down thing. So if we can all kind of work together maybe to share the burden, then we can get through this thing we call life. And David, I I think one thing that stood out to me that you said there was survival mode. Mm -hmm. You know, when we are financially strapped, mm -hmm. we we have no choice. We have to put on survival mode. We we don't necessarily choose to, but it's the same with all of the you know things that are sent our way that we don't necessarily ask for. You know, if there's a loss in the family or you know, some other kind of emergency that was mentioned before, 
that's not by choice. But again, we go into survival mode and that I feel like, Kim, in relation to your phone battery, that is like taking down the power at 10 times the speed compared to other things, everyday life that we might endure because when, you know, you least expect it and there's never a good time and that battery just gets drained really quickly. When you talk about uh, bandwidth and capacity, when in California, they have just these massive heat waves in the summer. And I mean, they've got so many people out there and everybody just wants a little bit of air conditioning. But that now that everybody wants the air conditioning and the lights and their internet connection working and all these other things that require power, they run into rolling brownouts. They have to dim the power in certain areas because the system can't keep up. So they don't let it crash. They have to dial it back occasionally in certain areas. And that again, that, that they've learned that over the years, if they let it go right up to the edge, it will break. And now it's off for everybody. And that's a struggle. So again, it's that learning process in our lives that we're, where we see, all right, here's, here's the edge. Let's not approach the edge. Let's stay back from the edge a little bit and either rest and recuperate or share the burden or just stop what we're doing for a little bit. Oh, can I bring in another one? No. How yes, many? You can. Yes, okay. I, and I, and oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> How many people let their petrol tank hit the red? I've never let my petrol tank hit the red, but I've let my gas tank hit the red. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David, for the Aussie US for, translation. Yes. For being for being rude of an American. <laughs> no, I love it. Because but it's a thing, right? Because and and this was something that I adopted from God when I was just a kid, you know. You don't you, your parents tell you, don't let your petrol tank get too empty, sorry, gas tank get too empty because you'll suck up all the stuff off the bottom of the tank. And and that that gets drummed into you in throughout your childhood. You know, you're in the car with your parents when you get your first car, don't let it get to the E, don't get on the empty, you know, and you just adopt that mentality of, oh, I can't, I can't let it get too low because it'll suck up all that crap, you know. I had my car like six months and I was already thinking about the crap in the bottom of the tank that probably wasn't even there <laughs> because it was only six months old. But analogy-wise into the whole, you know, don't let your fuel get too low because then you're going to just stop on the side of the road and be stuck. I think that's actually a great analogy because, and I will make a confession <laughs> Until my husband came along, I was the one that would run it past E and into the fumes because I was always busy. Like, that's how I would think about it is I'll, <laughs> I'll get it when I can fill it up completely. Like, I'm going to run it completely <laughs> out. And he's the one that brought the wisdom in of let's not do that because we will cause problems. And I think, honestly, that's a great analogy because... When we get down to low bandwidth, that's when we start making bad decisions. Mm. All the junk comes up in us of not having the ability to make great decisions, not having the capacity 
to have right relationships with the people around us. We get cranky when we get on, you know, low bandwidth. We get hangry, as they say, you know, on low bandwidth. So if you think about us and our tanks, if we get down to the messy bits, that's exactly what low bandwidth looks like is we start, you know, we start being snippy with the people we love instead of being loving. So I, I think that's a great analogy. And I also think that's a great sign. If you are doing that, that may be part of the problem is you're not, you're not addressing your bandwidth issues. I'll, I'll expand on that a little bit differently, especially again, when you're young and you're, you're just excited about having your car and, and dig up and I get to go and see my friends. All you need is enough gas or petrol in your car to get to your friend's house and back. That's all you need. So you, you go and you put one or $2 in or, or whatever versus filling that tank completely full. Number one, because you don't have the resources to do it, but when the tank is full, I mean, you've got 400 ish miles ahead of you that you can go and do all kinds of things. Obviously when you get there, you've got to be able to afford to, to put a full tank in so you can get back, <laughs> but that's, that's the, that's the key. And you can figure those things out as you go. But if you just put a little bit in, burn that off, put a little bit in and burn that off, that's a cycle. And that that's kind of what you were talking about. Kim is just, you, you put enough just to stay out of the emergency. Yeah, but you just brought up something that's even like addition to that analogy is we will burn ourselves out. We'll go fast and we'll go hard somebody somewhere. And then we don't have the resources within us to get back. And I think that you're right. If we run a whole tank of gas out and we didn't consider that we have to get back to start or we have to get back home. That's a great analogy for bandwidth too, is I'm going to have all these meetings back to back and I'm going to do all these things back to back. And then I am going to be a hot mess at the end of the day. And it's going to take three days to recover from it instead of it being, you know, okay, let allow myself the space to not lose all the bandwidth, not, not fill my tank, not do all the things. I just think that that's a great analogy. Well, it goes back to what I've heard you say before about when you, when you look at your calendar, don't think of it just as time. Think of it through bandwidth because it, like you said, if you push yourself, so how many of us have business meetings where we're in there and the meeting is an hour long and at, 1159 and you've got a lunch meeting on the other side of town with somebody at noon. How are you going to do that? Because you literally now have a minute to even go get to your car. So that's not enough bandwidth to be able to go take care of the next thing that you're supposed to be at. Mm -hmm. So look at bandwidth and look at time as to how that works. More importantly, what you explained was that you have to be able to service the end of the day, the way you do the beginning of the day, if that's the way you've got it scheduled out and just want to say, welcome to the DK and K analogy show. 
because this has been this has been great. I'm I'm only just getting started. I've got another one for you. I've got two. I've actually got two. Bring it. <laughs> so we burn the candle at both ends. Now I'm not trying to like set this podcast on fire. I certainly get rid of the petrol and the gas and all that kind of stuff. But we burn the candle at both ends, right? And yeah. Kim, how many times have I said to you, I am melting like a cheap ass candle? Like it is just <laughs> such a thing that we go from the minute, you know, we get out of bed until just as we're about to hit the pillow and then the brain's still like turning like a crazy thing. But um, yeah, I had to add that in there. I've got one more. One go. more. Go for it. And and this, this is from a, a Kim and I conversation as well about the vacay from the vacay. Mm. Yep. <laughs> That the buffer zone. Happens. It just happened, and it is so true. The buffer zone. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. You can't fly back in on Sunday and go to work on Monday. That's. Oh, yeah. you can. Well, you yeah. Can, but that's not. <laughs> that's not looking at your calendar with the right kind of like attitude or look, because you know a lot of people want to show up on Monday morning after flying in, like you just said. And, and the problem with that is we're robbing someone we're robbing us, but we're robbing someone else as well. Because if I don't show up for whatever it is, and it doesn't matter if your kids sports, if it's your, you know, husband's lunch. I mean, I don't, I don't even care what you're talking about. If you don't show up with, with all of who you are and what you bring to the table, somebody's going to not benefit from that. Somebody is going to be um, struggling in a different way. And I think that that's a really important thing also to understand is when we come back from a vacation or we come back from a heavy meeting or we come back from something and we don't have the ability to do the next thing, our calendar is off. You know, we just look at it like, oh, I've got time. I can fit this here and I can fit this there. But are we fitting us into that calendar? Are we really showing up the way we need to be showing up? And I've had to make a lot of hard decisions in my lifetime. And I know you all have as well of choosing between two things. You know, I I want to do this and I want to do this, but I know I don't have the bandwidth to do both. And so having to choose between those things and maybe fly in Saturday night so you can rest Sunday to be ready for Monday or like whatever it is. But I think that that's a different way of looking at your calendar than most people look at it. They just look at the time. Oh, I can squeeze this in too. But you're squeezing the life out of you when you're squeezing those things in. You can do anything in life that you want to do, but you cannot do everything. That is just a basic fact. I don't care who you are. Elon Musk can do a whole lot more things than I can. If he wants to get on one of his rockets and, you know, head toward the moon, he can do that, but he can't stay and play ball with his kids. If he goes and rides the rocket to the moon, right? So we have all these options that we can take in life, but we can't do everything. And so identifying our bandwidth, giving ourselves permission to not do certain things. And it's, and it's probably things that look like right things or good things. 
it just maybe we have to do the necessary things before we get to do the fun things. I'm going to push back on Elon there for a second, David, because I saw a dude on TikTok and he strapped four fans into a framework and put on like this vest and he had four, four fans. He was taken off. He was, he was going, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that was brilliant. Well, again, after, after he did that, you know, his friends had to limit their bandwidth to go visit him at the hospital. I'm sure. So. <laughs> Maybe they didn't show that part. Funny about that. So yeah, that's that's exciting. That's that's an opportunity that we can choose to do the extreme thing. Again, consequences. We've talked about those. So I want to push on something else real quick, David, before we end this episode. Okay. And that is when we're not considering our bandwidth. And we are, you know, not doing the things we need to. Sometimes that's based on not knowing what we want out of life. And I think it's really important to step back and say, is showing up here the most important thing? And you're using the, you know, go into space versus playing ball with the kids. But which one is more important to you? And I think it's something everybody has to make those decisions. Everybody has to choose what's the most important thing, but that's even a bandwidth thing to give yourself the space to be aware of those choices and don't just make choices because you're in a hurry. Don't, don't do the shiny thing just because it's shiny. Really find out what it's going to be for you and what it looks like on the other side of that. And I don't want to make this ending like heavy, but I do feel like that's part of the being a, you know, and doing that adulting thing is, you know, making sure that the bandwidth is there and you're saying yes to things that really are what you want versus saying yes to things because you don't know what it is you want. And I do think that's a bandwidth thing too. Well, Again, I, I think we kind of alluded to this in the last episode or somewhere along the way. M- my intent of permission to win was not to be a cosmic killjoy where <laughs> you can't go and do the things that you want to do and, and you don't need permission to do the th- you know, the bad things and, and whatever it is. But, but you're right. I mean, it, we have to, within our mental bandwidth, we have to do the things that are right for us and don't harm other people. And we want to be the best people we can be. And if we don't want to be the best people we can be, that's a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd like to say before we wrap it up that we should go back and do the start because we've got the amazing David White here with us, who's a fantastic podcaster and podcast editor. So that heavy stuff that Kim put at the end, he can pick up and put that at the start. And then we can go into our analogy session. And then, so David, would you like to welcome people to the actual episode now? Kim, I've been really busy and I don't know if we're going to have time to record today. I've tried to uh, shuffle a few things around. Are you okay to record today? Yes, I'm okay to record today, and you have to record today. Oh, 
well, so I'll have to shuffle something off. I have to adjust my capacity because I've, I've got these things over here that I want to be doing. Um, <laughs> I even thought we could bring Carrie with us on this one. Carrie sleeping. Oh, Carrie's already been. You, you acted like I was an option. I'm not an option, David. <laughs> no, I have never considered that. You may have felt that, and I give you permission to feel left out, but you were not. That was not the intention. So pick, pick me, pick me, pick me. Okay. Welcome to Permission to Win with David and Carrie. Yay. <laughs> Wait, where's Kim? I miss Kim. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check our uh, let's check our calendars and see if we've got time to to bring her on. Did you invite her, David? Did you invite her to the show? Hold on. Let me click. Let me click send. And oh, my internet's down. Oh no. <laughs> well, today let's talk about bandwidth. Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win. Permission to win.